Abra. Abra. Welcome Abra. to the Abra podcast. Abra! Um, yeah. Welcome, I guess. <laughs> Welcome to Macca's house. That's it. Muzz, you know. Help! <laughs> uh, yeah, Muzz is, um... Oh. Yeah, he needs help. Oh, uh, he's been abducted, guys. Oh, no. We don't care. Uh, <sighs> oh, guys. Uh. Hi. This guy, he put... It's you. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Pickley Art. There you go. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Round of applause, yep. Not a live show. Not a live oh, it's a live show. I am very excited for this episode. Are you, Maka? I think this might be our biggest episode. Oh, I think you're right. <laughs> and before we begin, why the name? Abra. 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 <laughs> Welcome to the Avra podcast. Sorry, we we're going off to a weird start there. Ugh. We're joined by Pickley Art, and this has been a long time coming. When we first met Pickley, when was that? Sixty um, nine. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you've grown. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord. Anyway, this is what I was looking up before: the lollipop kids from The Wizard of Oz. So, the, if you've ever seen The Wizard of Oz, there's this song <laughs> where they go, the lollipop kids, and they look pretty deformed. But I was watching that Devil All the Time movie, which Pickley has also seen, and one of the weirdos in Could it... Could explain the movie a little bit? Well, I've only seen, like, half of it. Either way, <laughs> there's this guy who's weird-looking and whack and doing, like, sacrifices for God and that. It's actually Dudley from Harry Potter. That is true. Okay. Hang on, hang on. I can confirm that is correct. And so what's it got to do with the lollipop? Oh, I don't know. I opened the computer and that's what popped up. I don't <laughs> have any notes prepared. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Enzo's. Enzo's. Yeah, I had Enzo's earlier too. It was pretty good. So that's that was your week? Yeah, that's my week. How about yours? Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my week. You go. Oh, then if you had something to add. Oh, I was going to talk about the week because it has been a big week. Uh, look, we'll just give it. I didn't do anything this week. Uh, so. uh, we'll get Pickley. We'll yeah, get Pickley a sack. Oh, it's only Tuesday. Went for a swim this morning. That was pretty nice. Oh. Yeah, went down to Clavelli. Not bad. Um, But, yeah, I am quite boring. I did nothing. I've just been waiting to get on the Abra podcast. You've got to understand, this podcast, you've listened to every episode. When do we talk ourselves down? We do nothing but bring up the mood and overconfidence is our thing. So what did you do this week, Pickley? Well, I actually went for a swim. It was really good. Great. I yep. loved it. Sun was out. 26 degrees today over Beautiful. in Clovelly. Loved it. Do you have a six pack? No. Eight. Oh, Abra. Yeah, I got, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Abra. Abra, Abra. Now, let's talk about. We've had a bit, bit, big bit of news. There's a big bit of news. You bit, haven't listened bit to the news. late to the scoop, but. But Trump got the virus and we know it's not funny to laugh at people who get sick. But it's fucking funny because when Tom Hanks got sick, it was fucking funny too. But uh, no, I'm, I'm, I would have been gutted if Tom Hanks died from Corona. Well, not if he died, but it was just funny because Tom Hanks got and he got it in Australia. And that does make it somewhat funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, filming a movie about Elvis. I don't know. It just okay, adds thanks. to the chaos of the story. <laughs> um, so Trump got the virus. He did. Is it is it fake? Is it fake news? Um. No, so I, I have seen, heard a lot of uh, the the previous anti-maskers 
now saying, oh, no, it isn't fake, but it's, it's, it's now no worse than the flu. Oh, it isn't, because he got the same medical treatment as almost all Americans. Yeah, well, that's right. it. Yeah, really. Oh, plus or minus $100,000 worth of medical care and drugs aren't available on the market. But, yeah. no, it, <laughs> a mild case of a virus that didn't need to shut down any economy, let alone the world's biggest. What do you think, Pickley? I don't think COVID exists, yeah. I'm, on, I'm with Trump, yeah. I'm with Echo Church. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Fans of the pod. Fans of the pod. Shout out to friends or foes of the pod, Macca. Uh, foes. Friends. Friends. Friends? No. No. Greg has said friends. He's got the thumbs I've up. I've been outvoted. <laughs> Out. <laughs> so, what else, what else with Trump getting the virus? I don't know. He's better now. We, we missed out on the whole drama of him possibly dying. Um, well, a big thing is that Trump does get the kind of uh, conservative Christian vote. And uh, a big thing with, uh, like, all the vaccines that were going to be coming out is people were worried that there was going to be stem cells in them, which is comes from aborted baby fetuses in the parent... Oh, the... Um, Planned Parenthood. Yes, aborted yes. Aborted baby fetus factory. Did see that. Um, oh, man, well, there's some big shit. Because I've got to mention Amy Barrett here. Anyway, we'll go back, go back. Trump is injecting himself with babies. Is that with right? dead baby fetuses. Dead babies. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> do they do that in Griffith, Pickley? They do, in fact, inject babies I, in Griffith. I, I heard that's where it started. It did. I didn't realise Trump was Australian. He, yep, he is. I can confirm it. Yeah. yeah. He's from Griffith. Previous mayor of, of Griffith. That's yeah. where he got his the original political Trump experience. Is uh, in Griffith. Yep. Across from the uh, across from Bertoldo's Bakery in Griffith. Yep. There you go. Hang on, we got a, we got a Jamie here. Greg's got a fact check for us. What have we got? Not a fact check. Got this from uh, the New York Post. So President Trump considered ripping off his dress shirt to reveal a Superman T-shirt when he was released from the hospital after being treated for the coronavirus, <laughs> according to a report. Uh, the president president initially weighed acting frail when discharged from Walter Reed National Medical Center and then revealing the Superman shirt as a sign of strength, but decided against going through with the stunt. Oh, that would have been so fucking funny. I, I fucking would have loved that. You would have had more fucking idiots voting for him, though, after doing it. They would have genuinely oh, believed he was Superman. <laughs> well, I mean, most of them do. They see him as this, like, fucking superhero there to drain the swamp. Yeah, it's true. Oh, let, let's talk about Amy Barrett, the uh, Trump's nominee for the Supreme Court judge. Mm -hmm. She is kind of conservative. Well, she, yeah, She fairly. believes abortion to be immoral. Let, let me just have a quick, quick little rant on abortion. Uh, that's not good if you're against it. It's cool. But uh, from, is, a, yeah, from a logical... It's really cool to be against abortions. Uh, it's not really cool, but it, it's like... I get it if you can't define when a life starts. And if that's the issue, that's fine. But the financial and emotional burden, like, why the fuck do these rich white people get to comment on poor people who get pregnant when they're 16, dad runs off, or the, the impregnator, and, <laughs> <laughs> oh. and, and they've got to have this kid because fucking bitch Amy Bitch Barrett, is that her name? Yep. Yep, cool. Confirmed. Said that they had to have it because it's they're immoral. Mm. Uh, anyway, that's pretty obvious if you're kind of giving abortion a thought or two. Yeah, if you're still an abortion or anti-abortion fan and you're listening to this podcast, you've done pretty well for yourself, I'd say. Yeah. 
Well, what do you think of Amy Bitch Barrett, Bitch Cornet? Um, yeah, well, what <laughs> I saw is that uh, she, like, had undisclosed um, thing. Like, she was working with, uh, I'm not sure if it was a charity, but so, uh, essentially a group that was tr- tr- focusing on overturning Roe v. Wade, which is, like, the one case. The abortion that, yeah, landmark the abortion case. Landmark. So, yeah, currently today, as we speak, they were, yeah, going through all that. And, yeah, pretty much what you said. I mean, it's not going to happen. <laughs> It's uh, like 70% of Americans agree with abortion. Even if they do get her in the Supreme Court, if they take away the abortion issue, there's essentially nothing left for Republicans to actually vote on. Like that's one of the those massive issues that have Keep been recycled for, since Roe v. Wade yeah, in the yeah. 60s. Yeah, yeah. right. So, uh, yeah, th- it'd be a massive fucking loss for them if they did overturn it. Yeah. What do you think, Pickley? Yeah, no, right. I think the uh, the Republicans in America have that, like, evangelist sort of, like, they have, like, you know, whatever percentage of evangelist Christians there are, they have that vote. And I guess they can, you know, always pander to this whole thing of, like, if we get in, we will get rid of, you know, abortion. Mm. And if they saw... But, I don't know. But then I guess if they do get rid of it, then they'll definitely have the vote of these people, right? Yeah, but it's still it's still, it's like, still like yeah, a large 30%. percentage. Yeah, and there's a large percent. Yeah, like you said, there's like the seventy percent that are for it, which are Republicans. I think any logical person is sort of just like, okay, it's fine. Mm. Like because the the only issue that people have, I think, is they think that people are going there, and they're just you know they're just having like ten abortions a year. They're just having, like, you know, sex with, you know, as many people as they can. And they're just going out there and they're having abortions like crazy. And that isn't true. So I mean, except for in the case of Mars. Oh, yeah. Mars is a sicko and uh, he needs to be stopped. <laughs> it's one time I did have sex, though. That's, that, that's it. I had sex once. Hang on, Pickley. We can't hear you. Did you have an abortion after you had sex, Mars? Um, yeah, yeah, no, I was castrated. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think another issue with the portion is that, that definition of when life starts. And if you, I mean, even medically, you can't really define that. And uh, legally, they think it's brain function at like 22 weeks. That's when you start to get brain development. But, but either way, like th- this, this girl I know had an abortion and she said, oh no, did I just admit that I'm friends with an abortion? An ab- what do you call it, an abortionist? An aborter? A whore! <laughs> no, anyway, she said to me, um, said that basically she was fine, and she'd been sexually active, and then she had this, felt sick, cause all you, and realised she was pregnant, all her organs are moving to the sides, and she's throwing up and all sorts, and she called it a parasite that she just got rid of a week later. And she had a stomach bug, you don't want the stomach bub. You get rid of it. Your life's the same. That's it. And that wasn't an act of God giving you a stomach bug, was it? What do you think, Pickley? No. Oh, maybe. Could have been God, but still. Could get rid of it. <laughs> Actually, speaking <laughs> of... Did you see the video of Trump when he was waving to all the people when he got back to the White House and he's fucking wheezing and... Oh, <laughs> no, I missed that. He's about to drop dead, yeah. I mean, they... He could not breathe. <laughs> It was like bad. <laughs> there's been like, um, I think the New York Times just put out like a new article on like COVID symptoms. Uh, and there's like this really pressing one that keeps popping up, like with people who like survive it. And they describe it as brain fog. 
where it's like people are essentially like getting early onset dementia from. Geez, from so Biden's had the virus since yeah, 2014. And <laughs> a end of the last term. Oh shit! <laughs> it's sad because I watched videos of Joe Biden from like 10 years ago, and he quite a smart dude and he spoke really well and he's definitely had a cognitive decline or uh, did you see the, the uh, he got caught saying he was running for senate yeah <laughs> oh they jumped on that one poor, poor guy yes i did see that <laughs> but um yeah like this people essentially like this one woman was saying that she was a lawyer couldn't remember her name couldn't remember like she knew something was wrong she just couldn't remember her name, like she didn't know what to do about. Oh, was this with remember. COVID? Yeah, being, yeah. yeah. How old was she? Twenty six. It like could it, be. It could it be like a temporary thing. Well, yeah. So she like had that. It went away. She she went back to work, and then it just flared yeah, back up yeah. out of a sudden. I know that there's cases coming out now. Like three months later, they interviewed a few from Melbourne. A few were like, "Yeah, I'm fine. I felt sick for a few days, then I felt fine." Another one saying how he's woke up with like tightness in his chest every single morning since, and like heart issues now, and all yeah, sorts. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. There's such a wide ranging. Well, like it's it's like they're trying to figure out if there is a percentage of the population that do have some sort of genetic predisposition to this virus, and if it affects them in some way. But um, in in saying that, you could still like be kind of like you know sick in some sort of way, and get like there's stories of secondary inflammation. There's oh, but the virus is fake. This is all bullshit. Yeah, sorry, yeah, let's sorry. move on. Yeah. <laughs> I got a sec. Mo- oh, wait, no, 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 no. What you just said, you're not saying. <laughs> Freedom of speech, Muzz. He's pandering to Echo Church, guys. Oh, here we go. I did, I did have this, too. Ooh. This is great. So uh, this is COVID cases since June, mm-hmm. like a, a timeline as presented by partisan states. So this is the 1st of June. Massachusetts in in the lead, and we'll just see if a pattern emerges. Over so it's the time. like a live. So, so you're saying red states? Yeah. So there's. Oh yeah, I just realised this is a very visual thing. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> we're basically watching a timeline of cases rising in red and blue states. Mac has said, "Is there a pattern emerging?" I can't see. Yeah. I can't see any pattern apart from that. The only states that seem to be increasing at a ridiculously high rate are the dumb. Co- I mean, red states. <laughs> fucking hell you see the rallies of them and they're in like tens of thousands it's, oh yeah it's ridiculous like, they're just gonna fucking die but yeah literally the only states with increasing numbers pretty much all but red states fake numbers I might say holy shit it doesn't end yeah this is still only in June so so to give some context to our listeners uh, red states are generally what are they Republican run states and blue states are democratic Democrat. states so Republicans who don't shut down the economy, science is an opinion, uh, seem to be dying in much larger quantities right now. And the blue states who listen to science and <laughs> argue this <laughs> radical idea about free healthcare, fuck, it makes me Wearing sick. masks. Wearing masks. Oh, don't even get Please. me started. And they're not dying in such light. Holy fuck, it keeps going. Well, we're only in August. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, so we oh we even have shades of red. We have light red, slightly Republican, semi-red Republican, and then dark red, very Republican. We'll, we'll have to put this up, one up on the Instagram. Yeah, I think we should. This is funny as. No, well, well, I'm kind of amused at watching a lot of rednecks die right now. <laughs> we'll press on. Yeah, well, that that was that. Yeah, right. I like that. Thank you for that. 
but yeah, so pretty much by the end of September, in the top, I don't know how many, that looks like 15 states, only three of which are blue. And and not even in the top, say, what, almost 10. Yeah. There. It's, Republicans are in the lead. See, they do everything better. They do. They even <laughs> catch COVID better. They do. They really oh, succeed. Trump really is Superman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I think we've done our American. Oh, actually, we'll mention, we're talking about it before, Noam Chomsky, a very uh, well-known political analyst, social commentator, finally broken his silence on what he thinks of Trump. Man who grew up in the 30s during the war and that, and actually thinks it's even more dangerous what's happening with Trump right now. Where was he? Is it, He's not a Yank, is he? Is I, he from I Europe? I know he lives in... Let me look it up. I know in Europe. Let's, <laughs> let's look that... Sorry, we had a, we had a technical, Te- technical malfunction. Um, oh, yeah, he was born in Philadelphia. Yeah, he's a oh, Yank. Okay, there you go. He's a Yank. Um, but, yeah, he was basically saying... like He compared it to Nixon, who claimed that the Democrat election was was falsified and... But he said that the difference between Nixon and Trump is that Nixon put the people before his own interests and ended up um, stepping down from power. And he yeah, said, "Yeah, well, that Nixon resigned. Before, yeah, yeah, before he was impeached. Well, Trump. He said that Trump is putting his interests before the people. And fucking hell, like, I, I, I swear, how do you explain to people that the stuff he says is bullshit? Is there a way to? Because you can fact check no. stuff, but they just don't." believe it so i saw a good quote uh, it was in relation to conspiracy theories but i think the same thing applies is like you can't um convince someone with logic if they didn't arrive at the conclusion based on logic in the first place so with all these like outlandish theories and things like that there's no point even trying to be logical with them it's kind of like confirmation bias yeah exactly yeah so if if anyone knows a, a good conspiracy theorist about this whole thing it's it's they don't look at all the facts and then make a theory. They find their theory and then take all the facts that fit their theory and disregard all the others. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of conspiracies, though, and... Well, you, I had a way better... Oh, you go on, go on. Go on. Oh, fuck. That was a good segue. Oh, no, it wasn't. No, it? my one was way better and now I've fucking forgotten it. You bastard. Donald Trump, he's a oh, yeah, traveler. Th- that is a good... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get on to Wait, that you, one. Wait, you haven't heard of that? You don't... Wait, you think he isn't a time traveller? <laughs> no, that's fake news. So you do know he's a time traveller then? <laughs> Basically, Pickley's got a bit on t- Trump being a time traveller. Let's hear it. All right, here we go. Here we go. Okay, so I came into this thinking you boys actually were smart. <laughs> oh, oh, a challenge. <laughs> so he's I throwing th- the gauntlet down. I thought you understood that Trump was most definitely a time traveller. Okay, so... I'll give you a bit of backstory here. So, in um, 1890, there were two books published by a man called Ingersoll Lockwood. And one was called Baron Trump's Marvelous Underground Journey. Oh. And the other one was called um, The Last President. I just have a question. Is one of those book titles in relation to Trump being Baron? That's his son's name. His son's name is Baron. Donald Trump. <laughs> Is his son his son, though, is what I'm saying. And Melania fucks someone else. Listen, boys. I'm not sure. I don't know him personally. (laughs) I just know that he's a time traveller. That's all I know. Bill Shorten raped her. Classic. Good throwback. (laughs) Go back to episode uh, 
One. Yeah. No, nah, number one. Number one, yeah. Episode one, guys. Duh. <laughs> we do have the professional. He yeah. would know. Oh, I'm all knowing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, in the first book, I think it was maybe 1892 or something like that. Um, M- Baron Trump's Marvelous Underground Journey. It's about a boy named Baron Trump. Mm. Same name as Donald Trump's son. Um, who finds a secret portal and time travels. That is oh the cons that's you know, the story of the book. And um also there's a little thing the front cover of the book there's like it shows the you know, an image of this character Baron Trump and people reckon that it also it does looks similar. It looks very similar. So we got a we got a photo here. You, we'll put it up on the Instagram. They, you know. Okay, I could uh, see it. I could yeah. see it. I think we might need a third login for this Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something will actually get put up there if <laughs> I'm there. Um, <laughs> I could. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. Someone. We got two out of three here. This is confirmation bias <laughs> in practice right now. <laughs> um, okay, so in the book, Baron Trump has a mentor he looked up to. This man was called Don, mm. connecting, you know, to Baron's father, Donald Trump. Oh, Donald Bradman. They're Don. Yeah, obviously. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. <coughs> but also, people, it could be Donald Trump, but it's most likely Donald Bradman, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, <laughs> is he from Barrel or is he from Kutamundra? Where is he from? Barrel, yeah. Uh, Kutamundra. The museum is at Bowery. Oh, we went on an excursion in Utah. I didn't go. Ungrateful cunt. I wasn't there. Yeah. All knowing. <laughs> um, okay. So, you know, that's a bit you know, a bit weird, the first book, right? Yep. You're like, oh, it's a bit of an odd connection. Time traveling, got Donald Trump. And Baron Trump. Baron yeah. Trump, yeah. But in the sequel to Baron Trump's marvelous underground journey, the book The Last President, is where it gets a bit... Uh, Bit spooky, spicy. Yep. spicy, spooky. Yeah, love it. The spurs. Um, so it's a book about a very wealthy man who lived in New York on Fifth Avenue, which is where Trump Tower is. Oh, wow, yeah. this is a legit book. It's not like a fake <laughs> book. It's not like someone just made this whole shit up. Because the Titanic one freaked me out. I think we've mentioned that in earlier. Is that podcast. a fake book? No, that was a real book. But a lot of the facts. So basically, there was a book written about twenty years before the Titanic sunk about a ship and it was called a real similar name and on the titan the titan yeah and on its maiden voyage it was the world's biggest ship it sunk through hitting an iceberg but then there was a bunch of other shit about passengers but people made it up no i can't wait (laughs) um okay so mars obviously does not believe that this book can be real it is google it you can i think you can buy it on amazon um, oh, <coughs> actually, I don't actually, don't, actually don't <laughs> know if you can. <laughs> you could look it up, but I'm sure. Mate, you can buy everything. You can yeah, buy bloody Mein Kampf on Amazon if you want. You could definitely buy this. What's it called? Mein Kampf. M E I. So the author is. I've got a bookmark, don't worry. <laughs> the, the author is Ingersoll Lockwood. That's how you spell it, Mars. I N G. No, Jamie. E R S O double banter. Just our weekly. Fuck you, Jamie, for not turning up again. Um, that's him there, yep. And he was hanging out with his girlfriend. That was his excuse. Oh, ew, love. Um, okay, so yeah. So, the book is about a man who lived on in New York and Fifth Avenue, where Trump Tower is, and who ran for president but wasn't expected to win. So, obviously, the connection to Donald Trump on Fifth Avenue, ran for president. Everyone thought he was going to lose. They thought Hillary would win. 
So, you know, that's the sort of connection there. And in The Last President, when he won, it's a surprise to everybody and people start rioting and protesting. And after his inauguration, he starts signing executive orders and all this kind of stuff, right? That's what, this is what happens in the book. Right. And then after his inauguration, he started picking people for his cabinet. And one of the people named for th- um, as Secretary of Agriculture was a man named Lafay Pence. Okay. And I don't know if anyone knows. Uh, we got Pence is the Mike VP to, um, to, Don- uh, to Donnie Trump. Better known as Lord Voldemort. And <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I, you've said it before. I don't see the resemblance, yeah, to be honest. Um, he just sort of looks, I don't know, old and wrinkly. Um, he just looks like an old... soulless. Have you seen him? He doesn't... He's got no fucking emotions. He just looks like an old white southerner. Yeah, he's a good, pres- he's a good um, politician. Doesn't show any emotion. Um, and so, yeah, so that... So, on that logic, does that make Trump a shocking politician? Because he's an emotional little brat. I mean, people don't like politicians, so technically, I guess he's good at it. Interesting. Um, good thought. Mars is he's gone on Google and he's he's Googled Mick Pince Voldemort. He couldn't spell it. And obvi- yeah, and <laughs> that's, that's edited that's Photoshop <laughs> images of Mike Pence. Guys, guys, I, uh, I still have moving this. On, moving on, moving on. Well, you know, like so that's basically the end of the of the book, right? Mm-hmm. But then it goes. People have just you know they've they've decided to go dig a little bit deeper into this, right? Yep. And this is where it gets a little bit more sort of mm, not too sure about that, you know. Um, so, in 1943, Nikola Tesla died from a blood clot, all right? Before his death, he claimed he had built a time machine and used it to travel back in time and in the future. And he claimed this as far back as the 1890s. <laughs> you can fact check it. Uh, I actually did not fact check that. I just read that. That's all right. It's fine. We'll it was reported. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds believable. Uh, it was reported that Tesla claimed he had made a shocking discovery, discovering that time and space could be influenced by magnetic fields. And this was back in the 1890s, same mm. time as his books were made. Um, after he died, the US uh, took all of his inventions and notes, and the name of the office that seized them was the Office of Alien Property. After they looked through it, they passed it off to the FBI because they couldn't understand office his notes. Office of Alien Property? In Google that. <laughs> um after the FBI gave up trying to figure out his inventions, because they also couldn't, they couldn't f- understand like what his notes meant and all this kind of stuff, they hired an outside engineer, okay, mm-hmm. to figure out Tesla's inventions, and he had claimed that he had made a time machine. Right. Just got to remember that. Um, and the man that they got to like get all of his inventions and work them out was a man named John G. Trump, the uncle of Donald Trump, really? the president of the United States of America. But what what was this book called again? So I'm just trying to look it up. Um, so there's two of them. One is um, 1900 or the Last President, and the other one is called Baron Trump's Marvelous Underground Journey. Um, so yeah, but after looking through Nikola Tesla's notes, um, John Trump also he couldn't understand them either. Though that's what he told them anyway. But people are speculating that maybe. He took the invention of the time machine and he's used it to create all this money for the Trump family and, you know, all this kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> it's a little bit of an odd conspiracy. I thought I would uh, bring it to your attention because you can Google a lot of the points and they do turn out to be true. Wow, okay. So the one no, point I'm Googling it too. It's fucking true. This is really good shit. Uh, the, the one bit that I thought would be stretched was the fucking Trump 
with the two days after Nikola Tesla's death, but ordered the alien property custodian to seize Tesla's belongings. Yeah, there's all there's so many things about Nikola. Te- actually, two years ago they released Nikola Tesla's Nikola Tesla's all of his uh, files due to the Freedom of Information Act, and he claimed to have had like this laser beam or some shit that yeah, could end. Yeah, the death rate could end the war, or whatever. Yeah, I think there was. I mean, we could do a whole episode on Nikola Tesla, but <laughs> like, I think there was one where allegedly he made a machine that would like, um, you know how like everything has a certain frequency that. Like, if it hits, it'll break. Like, the opera singers with a glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, apparently, everything has that certain frequency. And he allegedly, like, built a machine that could just topple skyscrapers. Holy shit. Like yeah, it'd yeah. It'd be too high for us to hear, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, more than likely. Okay. Yep. Okay, good. <laughs> Approved. That's consensus Fact from the checked. scientists today, bro. <laughs> um, fuck, that was a good piece. Um, trying to find anything. Yeah, Don, Fifth Avenue Hotel. That is... There's a third novel. <gasps> is this an Abra scoop? This is a fucking scoop. Hold on. <laughs> no, there isn't. You're wrong. Yeah, no, sorry. Wrong about that one, Murray. <laughs> okay. So why does it say third novel? Uh, it's because there's actually a uh, second novel in between the two. Um, I thought you knew about this. this oh, is right. I didn't realise you'd run into this one as well. Yeah, I thought I'd actually do some prep for the podcast. <laughs> Mate, I'm surprised you boys didn't already know Trump was a time traveller. So, you know. Look, honestly. It's understandable you thought there was a third one, Mars. It's all right. <laughs> I think we'll, we'll give up the gimp now, Maka. We knew about that one and we just wanted to test if he was Abra material. That's it. And, and he's, he's passed. He's, he's passed. passed. That was all the details we needed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Welcome, Pickley. Abra. 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 So... Uh, have you got a piece this week, Maka? Um, nah, not really. Yeah. Um, we've got a secondary piece. We do have a secondary piece, and this day. is why I've been most, oh, most the, excited. Uh, the, we've been well excited. We've got to do bit. a full-on Joe Rogan, ladies and gentlemen. I have been so excited to get this man on. Please welcome Anthony Pickley. Joe Rogan podcast by day. Train by day. Joe Rogan podcast by night. Welcome, freak bitches. That's usually Jamie. Abra. Abra. Yeah, it's a new episode. We've done the introductions. So you guys have nothing to say. Am I going from one conspiracy to the next? We didn't really prepare because we thought that you were going to bring the goods. I want to hear about... We want to hear about 9-11. 9-11 and Bush. Because a few months ago, Pickley sent us about... 10 documents on this topic and said, I want to hear about it. A 14 page. It's fucking long. And it was a lot to read through. And we thought we'd like to get the man on. Well, yeah, we would not do this piece justice. Exactly. Because we're experts in pretty much everything, but 9-11 and Bush. It's it's the one area we thought uh, we'll leave it to someone else. And then pickily messages. We got get out. Get out. The perfect fit to the puzzle. The perfect. Oh, he's got his notes open. Oh, these are long. I'm very excited. So, I want you to go from the start. Who is 911? I'm testing him. 711? Good. <laughs> yeah, I have nothing else to say. Um, I'm just reading the notes. <laughs> All right, right. He's got his notes up. So, let, let's give some context to 911. Maka, go. So, back, we're 2001. It's September 11th. 11th. Yes, yes, because they did their dates the other way around. Uh, yes. Yes. Good fact check. No, no. 
It's the 11th of September. <laughs> I fuck sorry you Wait. said that. Yeah. <laughs> Dear God. Uh, you actually confused me there from for a second. I'm like, oh, is it? <laughs> okay. so, uh, anyway, uh, two planes fucking... Oh, well, I mean, there's a lot of planes involved with this. But oh. The big one is two planes crashing. Well, I believe we them. all have... Because we were at a birthday the other night and we were actually talking about this. We were at Dick's birthday. Shout out to Fernando Investing. Yeah, we were. We should talk about Hockey Dad 2 uh, the other night. Flynn and Noah. Uh, I just want to mention how Maka left his fucking bottle. It was a drive. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, we went to the drive. Oh, yeah, because I was the one drinking cider. Any good? It was all right. It was a bit, like, it just felt a bit flat, the whole thing, because it's coming through a speaker and a radio. It wasn't. It wasn't a live. You, you could have just watched them on YouTube playing. Like it was, but it didn't. It didn't have that. Yeah, effect. the same. Okay. Yeah, fair. It'd be a bit odd. But, but an exciting thing that did happen was that every literally fucking half the cars were sitting on top of their cars. Oh, fucking just, COVID. I just, I just COVID Marshall bitch comes up and tells off literally no one else but me. I'm like, I didn't know that was the rule. She went, "It's on the website. It's a COVID restricted venue." And, Sitting on top of a car to do with COVID restrictions. Anyways, at the end, Maka left his fucking bottle next to the because car. Because I was drinking bottles that night and not out of cans. It was a can. It wasn't. It was two fucking ginger beer bottles. <laughs> <Yeah>. Stop smiling. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. I left a bottle there. Anyway, there were these, these girls next to us in the car and one had like dreadlocks in their SUV. They're in a like... Sea Shepherd jumper. Sea Shepherd jumper. Kind of those hippie baggy pants. And she goes, hey, uh, you guys left a bit of rubbish there. You want to pick that up? I went, oh... Yeah, yeah, no worries. So I lean out the car to pick it up. Of course, Maka starts fucking jabbing me in the side. And yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm laughing. And then I don't know if anyone said a comment. I did say something, but I don't remember what I said. It might have been they started quoting Jordan Peterson going, clean your room, clean your room. <laughs> to which then she went, it's our environment, bro. I'm no, just it's, here it's, doing. It's your environment too. It's your environment too. I'm just doing my part, bro. And I went, oh. So then Maka, of course. Now, of course, Flynn's battery went dead. So the win- only window remaining open was me, who was fucking one meter away from these people, with all of you idiots making comments and giggling, and me, was, who was obviously going to cough it. Well, what was some of the shit you were saying there? Well, I thought they were about to yell at us and go off. Oh, uh, just to clean your room. Clean your room. Uh, what was the one about the dreadlocks? Uh, I don't. I don't remember. It's like, gosh, she's very environmental because she doesn't wash her hair. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's All right, on with 9-11. <laughs> All right, so we're we giving context So two yet? planes crashed into the World Trade Center and the Pentagon and some other stuff. Okay, that's pretty cohesive. So, um, like, there is a big problem uh, with... What was I saying? <laughs> uh, uh, like, with the 9-11 truth or shit where, like, you have one side saying that it's, like, a Jewish cabal controlling... You have one side saying it's far-right terrorists, and then you get this kind of Bush did 9-11 memeism in the middle. But, like, a massive problem with that is it has somewhat become just a meme of, oh, yeah, Bush did 9-11, and that's about it. That's that's all we really have on an extent. I suppose in the, the, they're calling this the age of conspiracy theories. I think a lot more people are likely to believe it too now with this whole Trump shit going on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think people... I mean, it's weird, because... I think the Trump, uh, like, presidency and term so far has been, like, an absolute... It's been very explosive and wild, but in the sense there actually hasn't been an incredible amount of negligence up until COVID. 
just a fun fact on uh, Trump being anti-abortion. It's just a, just a callback. To be against the death of an individual in the state, Trump administration, more deaths uh, in terms of death penalties, capital punishment, under his administration last four years than the last 57 presidents combined. That's pretty impressive, With actually. the death penalty. Once again... There isn't nothing they can't the do. The Republicans do everything <laughs> best, don't they? <laughs> They're so good. Um, it's making it great. But, uh, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, Anthony so, Pickley, you know, they, how they, did flown, Bush do 9-11? Oh, well, it was, it was clearly, um, you know, just drone missiles that they cloaked with... Um, how did they do it? Yeah, so, so, it was so well, let, let's start because th- this is a fucking huge one. It's going to be hard to wrap our heads around. If you've ever heard of 9-11 before... It's where Osama bin Laden gets thrown into the mix. If you've they've never heard, heard of, they've heard of it, heard of it. <laughs> before. No, 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 it's no, like, no, oh, you no, might no. not have heard no, of the Beatles. No, I had a friend who was dating a girl, and I remember I me selling him, like, dude, she's dumb. And he went, we were talking about the Black Panther. You heard of the Black Panther, that big cat that's been seen around oh, Campbelltown? Yeah, 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 it's yeah. like our own Bigfoot. And there was this weird guy from work on the front page of the Braidswood Times because he claimed he'd seen the Black Panther. And we're like, of all fucking people to have said, of course, it's this kind. Anyway, he was telling the story to his girlfriend. He's like, yeah, it's like the Bigfoot of area. And she went, what's Bigfoot? And he went, what? I mean, and that's... Then, no, no, no. A later conversation came up about 9-11. No idea. Now, there's a lot of young ones that listen to this podcast they weren't alive when 9-11 happened. It didn't shape their world like it did for us. I mean, it did shape their world. Yeah, they did. did. How many listeners do you guys have? Oh, it's in, it's in, in the... the cor- oh, quarter mils. Say, yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say... Quarter half, of a mil. Oh, I was going to say at least half. Like half a mil. Half the world. Yes. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. That, that makes a lot more sense. And for the lack of a tax on us, very few Americans. <laughs> hey, that, that's surprising. Um, so, obviously, it starts... Uh, back in the 80s with the Mujahideen. Oh, I was going to say that it, you know, it was just the drones that flew <laughs> in, obviously, with the holograms on them. Um, Ho- hologram And then an the airplane. harp, the harp um, energy uh, weapon was shot into the towers all at the same time. That's clearly what happened. Well, that's what Muzz was telling me anyway. Uh, I'm unfamiliar. Is that a popular, like, meme kind of conspiracy? Uh, no, yeah. That's what you were telling me. Yeah, that's what, what? you were saying earlier before what? the pod. Oh, it's not on record, <laughs> so you're full of shit. <laughs> okay. It's all right. Once put the mics on, and he's he's, hey, he's, he's changed his up. tone, hasn't he? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I reckon don't have to start with the eighties. I reckon we start because a lot. I think a lot of people at this point are sort of they believe that it, there was something that happened there that it probably wasn't what it was, just because of the wars that have continued and we haven't left yeah. all of these countries that you know we've gone into after you know post the 9-11 attacks so i want to start in 1997 okay with the like this so there's a republican think tank called the project for the new american century and it was established just to um you know just be a think tank just get a bunch of stats and yeah, just for like for those that don't know what a think tank is it's when a bunch of intellectuals get together to like wank themselves <laughs> off over yeah. policy and things like that and uh <laughs> yeah. and uh a few of these wanks um ended up in the bush administration and um it's george w bush he was the president when the 9-11 attacks happened in case 
nobody knew that. If you hadn't heard of 9-11, yep. you might not have heard of George Bush. Just so. for all those the young people that Muzz was talking about. I'm not naming names, but we've had a guest or two on, or a guest that has no fucking idea of any political context of the 20th century, including Nazis. Who are you even talking about? I don't know. Does anyone disagree with me? Well, then you're a fucking socialist. So, <laughs> I don't think, like... The radical oh, left. Oh, the radical right. left. <laughs> yeah, right. So, so the, it's surprising, but there are probably many people who, like, haven't heard of that. Now, we started a podcast on this shit, and you're into this stuff. We all nerd out on this stuff. So, I think giving more context is important, because most people don't, like, spend their free time doing conspiracies and fucking talking about it for hours on end. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That's why I want to make it as easy. That's it. The layman's. The yeah. layman's guide. Well, that's it. So that's why I didn't want to go to the 80s because it's just like way too much of a muck around. Sort of go relatively close. So basically within this um, project for the New American Century, they outline a bunch of things. So there's, yeah, it's a bunch of like basic elites within America that are a part of this, Republican elites. And they talk about the need to go into the Middle East and have regime change in like a bunch of countries. So basically they want to go in there and they want to topple the government and put in their own leader that mm. they would like. Because, I don't know, they say that it, the country's undemocratic or whatever they're going to, whatever excuse they make, they want to go in there and just, you know, assert their dominance. Yeah. It's basically America just expanding their empire. Yeah. Is basically what it is. Um, as much as they're not going to say that, they're going to give you an excuse. Um, and so within this... Um, this document, like within this group, this think tank, they had this document that came out in 99, I'm pretty sure. And basically it was them talking about wanting to go into the Middle East and needing a, like, needing a reason to convince the public. And so basically they wanted like a bring revolutionary change and without one, they like some sort of catastrophe, they weren't actually going to be able to convince the population that that, you know, going into the Middle East would be a good idea. And they said they needed something like a new Pearl Harbor, basically. Mm. And this was like, you know, only two years before, basically the next sort of Pearl Harbor ended up happening. And 10 of these people that were part of the this um, project for the New American Century actually were moved into the Bush campaign. They were working yeah. there with him, including like people like Dick Cheney and stuff like that. So, so sorry, I've just got a bit sidetracked. The... The idea of this was to create a big Pearl Harbor kind of event where to increase well, they, they patriotism. Was, no, no, they were saying, they well, we want to get into the Middle East. We're not going to be able to do it without a Pearl Harbor equivalent. Oh, okay. And so, so they're saying this in 99. Yeah, yeah. So for context, Pearl Harbor was when America was thrown into World War Two. The Japanese wanted to invade South and the Pacific Islands. And the only way they could get to that was to go through... Hawaii, which was Pearl Harbor, the biggest like military base that America had, which threw them into the war. So in saying that the only way to get to the Middle East is through another Pearl Harbor means you've got to attack somewhere Yeah, that's not on American soil. Is that right? No, that is on American soil. Oh, that is on American soil. Oh, Pearl Harbor. I just realized the Middle East. Yeah, sorry. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Muzz has just found out that the Middle East exists. Oh, hell yeah. Doesn't know what Pearl Harbor is. <laughs> that's all right. Oh, chips. <laughs> you guys taking... We're taking a break here or are I going to keep going? What do you want? I'm, I'm going to keep going. Um, you can take a break. I'll keep taking a break. I'm okay. Yeah. All right, we'll take the break. We're back. Oh, okay, we're leaving we're, that We just had some lovely sandwiches. 
He had some good vegan guacamole and... No, we didn't. Why are you lying? Oh, what? Uh, steak sorry, what was that? Oh, I have steak in my teeth, not guacamole. I deny these allegations. I'm the, the hippies from the other night. They'll be listening. Yeah, I, I got your bit, but it was just shit. Okay. So we'll continue we'll on. We'll continue with 9-11. So I'm going to give the mic to Pickley. I'm not sure why you gave it to me. But um, that's all I right. don't even... Where were we? I don't know. Um, we were just talking about uh, how it was clearly an inside job. Muzz, what do you... So I, I got a question, Bigley. You said that there's several different theories, like v- massive, and you've got a lot of details there. One of the main ones you were talking about with this over our vegan sandwiches were the <laughs> were the uh, the Israeli agents. Can you go into detail about that? Yep. Um, so basically, the Israelis in 9/11. So there were a few states, like you know, um, foreign governments like the Saudis and the Israelis, which are, you know, friendly with America mm-hmm. and friendly with the West, even though, you know, especially with Saudi Arabia, they're not that grave of people. Um, and basically, yeah, so on the morning of 9-11, so the first tower was hit at 8.40 in the morning, and there is footage of five Israeli men. Well, they didn't know they were Israeli. They thought they might have been, like, Iraqis or some sort of because they look you know some Middle East Middle Eastern yeah and so people were taking photos of them because they were in a van there was five of them looking at in New York looking towards the Twin Towers right at 8am in the morning and they were there taking photos and videoing right and people were like well why would they be doing why would they be doing that and then when the towers were hit the same people that saw them there at 8am saw them like dancing and celebrating the attack on the towers. And that's why they got their name, the Dancing Israelis. So, and these, like, same Israelis, like, they were living near, like, it was found when they were caught by the FBI, they were living near 9-11 hijackers, and they were following them around as well. So, basically, these dudes were found to be, like, Mossad agents when the FBI caught them, because they, yeah, they caught them, Going over the Brooklyn Bridge, I am pretty sure. Oh yeah, I think I think I have heard about that. Yeah, and they get oh. they get stopped on the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah, yeah. This is the truck, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. A van or a truck, a van truck, whatever it is. Oh, okay, yeah. so I didn't realize that was related. Yeah, no, I didn't realize this was related because I knew about that, and it never made big news. That truck that was stopped with the bombs in it, right? Yeah. Exactly. Fuck. Yeah. So yeah, so it was stopped with the bombs in it, right? <laughs> And, uh, but that goes into a bunch of stuff that goes into like Tower 7 and, you know, things that it's not part of, it is part of this, but that's the thing. With 9-11, I could be talking here for like five hours and it still wouldn't cover everything. But basically, yeah, so these Israelis get caught and they are detained by the FBI and they're taken in for questioning and they're all sort of like, you know, flip-flopping on their answers and not doing that well, but they're not like charged, but they're just held there because they're, you know, they're not American citizens. Yeah. Um, so they, they're held there by the FBI. And I think after like 40 days or something like that, they are then released back to go to Israel. And basically nothing's ever heard of these people again. And it's this whole sort of thing. I guess you got to think, why, like how did they know to be there watching the towers? So they were actually caught, I'm pretty sure before 8 o'clock at a different spot, looking at the towers, but they couldn't get a good enough view of both of them. Mm. And then after the first one was hit, they stayed there and waited 
for the next one to be like they knew that it was going to happen yeah right and then they were caught with bombs in their truck or their van or whatever you want to call it and that's when they were caught you know, detained by the FBI because obviously you know after the Twin Towers hit if you have bombs in your car they're going to come and get you yeah exactly so they're detained and then that goes into like Tower 7 which was a third tower that fell do you guys know about that? Uh, I've I've heard of Tower Seven before, but I, I I'm not too experienced. Oh, okay. It. So basically, so the first two towers fell. Even if you want to believe that um, the planes hit them and they fell at whatever free fall speeds, whatever they claim it to be, um, just because of the planes, that's you know up to you. Um, but basically, Tower Seven was a smaller tower next to these two twin towers that wasn't hit by any of the debris, anything like that. And hours after these towers were hit, the Twin Towers, Tower 7 fell in the exact same way. But it was reported on BBC that it had fallen 20 minutes before yeah, it so actually fell. Because they were sending a, they were sending like a, um, like a newsreel over to, the, to England that was meant to be played like later on. But they actually filmed it with Tower 7 still in the background mm. while they were like filming this. So, so Tower Seven, you can see from nine from the Twin Towers. It's right next door, yeah. Okay, so oh, so Tower Seven is supposed to have fallen after the Twin Towers, yet this footage shows. No, no. no. So no, 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 the sorry. BBC is giving a report saying, okay, Tower Seven has fallen. In the background of the report, you can see Tower Seven clearly still standing, and it's and then it fell in the exact same way that the two world trade center world trade center towers fell yeah so it, it with that sort of like every floor you see like a boom 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 explosion um so that leads people to you know suspect that the reason that these israelis had bombs in their van is because well it's also people say that they were caught the day before in the twin towers but i'm not too sure about like I actually, d- I haven't seen like a lot of evidence on that, yeah. but I have heard of that kind of stuff. So I'm not too sure, but they reckon that these bombs were placed in the twin towers and also placed in Tower Seven, and they're all meant to go down the same way. But obviously, Tower Seven was not hit, so it didn't. Th- these bombs didn't explode, but they exploded them later, right? For some reason, they said it was for like safety reasons, but like to set up like a demolition like that takes days. Yeah, exactly. and, it, and it happened within hours of the twin towers falling, so it just do- it doesn't make sense. Yeah, basically, a lot of a lot of the nine. So the thing with this sort of conspiracy is obviously none of us were there, none of us are part of these world governments. However, it's very e- it's it's easy to sort of like you know maneuver your brain around this idea that these things just don't make sense, and the most. You know, the most, like, sort of factual, I think, not factual, but, you know, the reason that I could come up with would be that they needed a reason to go to these wars that we're still in right now, and they found it. Yeah. And all these governments were in on it. Like, Israel benefits, the Saudis benefit, all these countries benefit, America benefits. Essentially, it was a war on radical Islam. So, we're we're going into the reasoning for 9-11. We'll come back to that. I do want to hear more about... 9-11 because it was the two twin towers tower seven the pentagon are those the only ones that were hit um so yes the twin towers then you have the pentagon and then the white house 
they brought the plane down before it hit. So, yeah. So, that didn't get hit. And then there was also a another plane that happened. It was in California, I'm pretty sure. Or maybe it was going to California. I can't remember. But it wasn't... It's not spoken about. And basically, it was after the Twin Towers had happened. There were two hijackers on this plane that were heading for California. Or maybe they were leaving. But, yeah. And they... um. And basically, they they freaked out and they thought they'd been caught and they fled and they left their bags, right? And their bags had all of the stuff like the, um, what's the, uh, the cutters, the bolt cutters and stuff like that, that the other hijackers that they had caught had in, in New York. So, there was, there was actually another one that was going to happen, but they caught, they actually like scared them off before it happened. It's actually pretty hard to find, like, articles on, but you can find them, like, you know, from, I'm pretty sure it was New York Times, something like that, they were writing about it, but, um, yeah. Do, do you know much about the guys who are flying the planes in the Twin Towers, the hijackers of the main ones? Uh, sort of, like, all I, all I know is they weren't Iraqis or, like, from Afghanistan or anything, they're all, s- most, I think, there's, like, 19 of them, I think, like, 16 or 17 of the 19 were actually, um, Saudis, like, they were Saudi Arabians. But the but then like obviously when it happened we got told that it was like Afghanistan and Iraq and like it was Osama bin Laden leading these people from like his cave and there were all his followers in Afghanistan or whatever. But actually it was these people in Saudi Arabia that did it, even though Saudi Arabia is meant to be our friend. Now, there's a lot of like rumors i'm not sure how a fan they are of the all the phone calls coming from mobiles of people in the plane crying and like saying goodbye and the the ones they're calling and talking back and the conversations just not either not adding up or being completely scripted and like evidence of pre-recording in some sense you know much about that Uh, i don't know much like who knows? I, I've heard, so apparently there was one tape where um, it, it was seeming in the tape that it was like a son talking to a mother, but the son refers to himself by his first and last name the whole time. Like if, yeah, if during the phone call. That's fucking weird. But also I've, uh, I've seen, like, uh, I was reading a little bit today. Uh, there was experts saying that, you know, at the altitude that plane was at, that shouldn't have been able to receive phone calls. Like, the the cell reception up there shouldn't have been as good as it was. Well, they didn't... They were pretty low by the time they hit... Yeah, by the time they're flying into the, the town, yeah. sure. Yeah, and but were, this, were these guys... like were they experienced flyers? Because to, to have two planes fly into towers and... Incredibly unexpected. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is where... It, yeah, because this is what always baffled me. How could they have so many coordinated attacks? You have to be very... Look at the speed that you see the planes hitting the towers. Mm. How could, in, in the middle of, of the biggest... Well, I don't know if New York's the biggest city. It's but a, a pretty massive big, city uh, of pop, skyscrapers. Popular city, yeah. And to hit the two buildings, not like hitting one twice you hit both the yeah, ones you exactly. want um there was so they went to flight school in america yeah i one one of them um i think prior like we went into like a retraining thing and the um the man operating the, f- the pilot school is like 
how the fuck has this guy got his pylons license? Like, he's yeah. absolutely terrible. So he then makes a report to the FAA, which is the, like, Federal Aviation Authority, and saying, like, oh, yeah, how is this guy... This guy is completely unqualified to fly a plane. He should not have his license. And that just got buried. Like, mm. no no reports back from the FAA. I mean, you could nothing. argue that this adds up because he did crash the plane. <laughs> well, I it. guess it's like, oh, yeah, why are all these Saudi pirates, uh, pirates, pilots not really focusing on landing these planes? <laughs> well, yeah, that's the thing. And also, on so basically on the morning of September 11, because I'm sort of think I'd be thinking, like, why... Within American airspace, like, they would know where their planes are going. Mm. They'd see these things are, like, both, you know, well, not both at the same time, but, you know, they're flying, like, really low, and they're just, like, straight, not towards, like, a... Not on their normal flight path. Yeah, they're not going to the airport, like... Yeah. um, NORAD, like, America's defense control, if they're... (laughs) Now, if there are plane hijackings, and what should have happened on the day is that fighter jets would go and intercept. But NORAD was wrapped up in training exercises all over the yeah. globe that day so they couldn't mount a sufficient well they were, ac- they were actually um scheduling an exercise that was gonna s- like some um, simulate the crashing of aircrafts into their buildings that morning oh well, in, yeah, in, Washi- <laughs> like in washington right so this is sort of like this weird thing where yeah it's just like it's, it's such a coincidence well that's i mean that's that's the perfect thing too because it's like okay so even if you have like low military men on the day and they, they've heard about this training exercise as, as soon as they hear about 9-11 the first time they've got oh it's probably just the exercise something like that exactly and then, do you have any stats on how often that kind of military exercise would have been performed I, I don't have those stats. Oh, I, gonna, I, I mean, just want to see how like America would have been. I mean, for something like that, that's pretty specific. But they do run on that day, though. They run say. war games. Yeah, like, they do run war games. I know there was one run in April of two thousand one. NORAD ran it, in which the Pentagon was um, becoming incapacitated. So a NORAD planner proposed to simulate a crash of a hijacked foreign commercial airliner into the Pentagon. And that was in April of 2001. Mm. So, and that's what happened in yeah, September. Exactly. So, oh, just another quick bit on that Pentagon crashing. Uh, the area that was affected, like in the Pentagon, surprisingly, there was no one in it because it was currently undergoing renovations. Oh. <laughs> no, and, and actually, I know that the week after, or in that following week after, the FBI confiscated all surveillance tapes in the surrounding streets, took them, one has remained, and they actually aired it a few years ago on, I think, Fox News, the the real news. Mm. And it now apparently a plane crashed into the Pentagon. There's a literal footage of it blowing up. Do, would you like to see it, fellas? Okay. Yeah. Can I can I do that? I don't know how to download YouTube anymore. Um, <laughs> it hasn't changed much. Yeah, you know what? You know, I'll put it on the Instagram, but I'll show you guys. Uh, <laughs> now, Maka, can you also explain what you told me at Dick's the other night about all flights in the country being halted except for one? Oh, well, I'm sure Anthony would, would have knowledge I, of that. You, you go. You go. Okay, so on, on the the day of the attack, they obviously do end up grounding um, all the flights um, except for... Okay, we've finally got the footage up. Oh, yeah, I've seen this. Uh, Just a side street view of the Pentagon. We're not going to see a plane, are we? 
Yeah. When you uh, so there was no back. Line, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, right. So basically, there's no plane in the footage. Um, and even the whole of the explosion wasn't big enough. It's like there's no plane to like the debris. I mean, gone. you even if it was a fucking small prop propeller plane there, you would have seen it. Yeah. Like, in the, well, in that's that footage. It. But like, so they reckon they you know they say that the plane is completely you know disintegrated. However, then they've found at the scene somehow they've found passports these passports of these hijackers yeah. only slightly singed even though the plane has completely disintegrated and like there's no evidence of the plane being there it's sort of um it's almost like it's, yeah. it's incredibly lucky i mean I, <laughs> i'm surprised how lucky the united states got because it was just all <laughs> there was some great yeah. coincidences like, going like on y- for them like you're seeing like terrorist attacks on trains and conveniently the one who leaves the train at the station before the the crash or the bomb goes off, his passport's found on the train. Oh, dead dead person! It's like a fucking fake passport. Mm. Just explain that concept. Oh, okay, yeah. thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, all flights get grounded um, except for one, which uh, a flight leaves America. JFK Airport. I believe JFK Airport going back to. Um, I don't know, somewhere in the Middle East, but it contains members of the Bin Laden <coughs> family. The the only flight to be allowed to leave the country is the Bin Laden. Now, keep in mind, they didn't... Um, <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. They didn't uh, name Bin Laden for COVID tests. Yes, I'll, I'll get one later. <laughs> um, they didn't mention Bin Laden's name for, what, months? Until after... Or did they immediately... Instantly? Mm. I mean, it's... It was intentional. Like, the, the Bin Ladens were... That was... Nest, like, that was... Uh, as we said earlier, that was... This, that plan was <coughs> in the making since the 80s. Like... Well, actually, uh, this is a tangent, and it could lead us into another deep deep thing, but Julian Assange, actually, if one of the first things he exposed uh, was the troops that were in uh, Iraq and Afghanistan weeks and months before 9-11 happened, setting up camps. Yeah, uh, setting up military bases. But it's... Why don't any soldiers come out and say that they were there? Or was it all training exercises? Well, but the no, because that's... The soldiers are part of the machine. Like, uh, you break it into soldiers, you know? You don't ask questions. You just follow orders. Yeah. I mean, like, the military is very instrumental in allowing this to happen. Yeah, I suppose you're right, but but the fact that there was the the quantity of troops that were in Iraq just before it all happened is just it's like ah, oh, what's it? We're going to the Middle East, giving them time to pre- oh, psych, we're already here. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, brah, hey, brah, feels good, doesn't it? Come on, Macar, what do you got? Hey, brah, there we go. <laughs> but yeah, so the Bin Laden families were a scapegoat since the eighties, like the. Uh, the CIA was giving them like guns and weapons to fight the Soviets. They didn't like. They didn't think, "Oh, this guy's going to be our friend for the whole time." Yeah, yeah. But well, uh, we did. We did talk about how the CIA created the Taliban in another episode. Yeah, we sure. we briefly covered it. But then you get, you know, the Bin Laden construction group, which it, the Bin Ladens. It's a massive family. Like it's literally, essentially, what uh, the equivalent of what the Bushes were, but in Afghanistan. Yeah, didn't he have like? 20-something kids, Bin Laden. Bin oh. Laden. 
Yeah, but he's not even the start of it. Like, they've been a political family for... Oh, really? Like, building, mil- like, military bases and stuff like that, especially in Saudi Arabia and places like that. It's not like the Bin Laden family. Huge. For and that. it's it's quite Working interesting. Working closely with the Bushes as well. Yeah, the, you see a lot of uh, military bases get blown up by Al-Qaeda, and then the Bin Laden construction company goes back into rebuilding these military bases. And I think that happened, like, three or four times. Before 9-11? No, 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 afterwards. What? Uh, yeah, like, they don't stop. Like the kind of the shadowy cabal of the Bushes and the yeah. Martins, uh, like there's the Carlisle group where they make investments. Yeah, I remember you mentioned them. Yeah, there's a lot of shady dealings that just never stopped happening. Yeah, right. Fuck. Got any more on nine eleven, Bigley? Just the new old order, isn't it, Muzz? That's what you're telling me. <laughs> I think this whole thing was a setup for this election. That's you know, it. This is the most important election of your lifetimes. <laughs> That good Ver- was that all right for Bernie Sanders' impression? Oh, that's what that was? Uh, no, 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 no. no. Whatever you were thinking it was, that's what oh it was. Oh, my God. The, way- the New York like Jewish voice is a lot naslier, I think, if you oh. want that old school like New York. Like- it sounds like he's he smoked for the last 30 years, too, because he's like, no, you should know that. Now that's, listen, listen, again, Joel. shocking. No, like, you're... No, nah, fuck. I had, it, I had it earlier. You definitely didn't. Bring back the Pope, Greg said. <laughs> oh, Oh, no, no, where are we recording from? We are are we under nine eleven right now? We're under the Pentagon. <laughs> We've been trapped here for twenty uh, twenty years almost. They've gotten us uh well they've seen that we're trying to release this episode and they've just put the kibosh. Nothing right. can stop Abra. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is Trump's seen this in the future. Like this po- we haven't put this out yet. Yeah, no, so Trump He's a he's a time traveller. Tra- we do we, we you know, we obviously, you know it's proven. We've proven that in the Abra podcast. Um and clearly, he's gone back into the past after re- hearing us, and he's put us in there. That's it. Because we sort of just appeared here. I didn't. Yeah, I don't know how his space-time continuum sort of things happened. What do you reckon, Buzz? <laughs> Are you? What? I don't remember you even coming here. Nice, nice. So, have you got any more on nine eleven and Bush and that? Like. You seem like you got a lots more, but it seems very detailed. Yeah, I think it's it's a bit too. I need to um, I think I need to come back on at another point. I can't really wait. really break it down for you, Mars. Uh, we're we're gonna do a good three hour episode. I think it deserves it because oh, without a doubt, I dare say this is bigger than the Despino shit. Yeah, I mean it's more relevant. Well, the Despino shit went nowhere, kind of like. Um, well, uh, oh, yeah, it, actually, it did. Yeah, it did. I mean, it ties into this. Like, Prescott Bush. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Helped fund the Nazis. They, there's CIA links throughout <laughs> this. Uh, yeah. There was reports of um, two FBI officials were bribed by, like, a Wall Street type. Uh, and essentially, um, allegedly, uh, bribed uh, was bribed by a Wall Street type. Because there was heaps of cases of insider trading, like on the day. The yeah, right. So the two, um, forget the uh, little stocky, uh, shout out to Fernando Investing. Fernando Investing. Uh, you can short. Buy your stocks. Sh- short, you can short stocks, which essentially means, oh, this is about to plummet. 
right? Yeah, yeah. So, and it's it, shorting stocks, incredibly risky. You don't do it unless you know a company's about to fucking crash. The day before 9-11, there was um, a, um, the ratio is 12 to 1. So, 12 shorting stocks compared to actual, like, buying of, uh, is it um, United Airlines that w- one of the planes was? Oh, you know, they went through a bit of a fucking few months there. Well, what was th- that? Th- they were the planes that hit the so towers. Uh, so yeah, was United was Airlines. There was one United Airlines plane. Oh, I didn't know that. And one American Airlines plane. Both had a really suspicious amount of people shorting the stock <laughs> the day before. Right. Now, uh, are there any... Now, now uh, speaking of the plane, the passengers on the plane, do we know much about the dead passengers? Uh, I didn't... Apparently, Mark Wahlberg was actually meant to be on that flight. Yeah, there's a few, few like, celebrity... Uh, Seth Green is not... Uh, is it Seth Green? Yeah, Seth, Seth Green, Green. Which one's that? That's uh, not the, the family guy. No, that's Seth MacFarlane. Sorry, then, yeah, it is. Ever since Scooby-Doo 2? No, 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 then yeah, it's, yeah. it's Seth yeah, MacFarlane. He's in, he's in, he's, no, it's Seth Green. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure I'm it's Seth MacFarlane. You sure? No, I Maybe both. Green. I think it's Seth Green. And Seth Rogen, apparently. <laughs> Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> well, why is Seth such a common name in Hollywood? It's a weird name. Seth. Well, it's only two Seth. people so far. Seth. It's like you have a loose Seth. Anyway. Um, heaps of weird stuff like that where, yeah, celebrities would for some reason, were meant to be flying on that day, but didn't. Even, like, the owner of the towers, Silverstein, what's his name? Do you remember his first name? The Silverstein Properties, anyway. That's what he owned. And he was planned to have a meeting on September 11, like, at the tower. But on on the day before, he actually just cancelled. And I don't think he had... I don't think he gave a reason. He just said he couldn't come in. Um, so, stuff like that, where it's just, like, very sort of, like... It, feel, it feels like people knew it was going... Uh, just a group of people knew it was going to happen. Mm. It seems that no one really well-known or important died, even though, and it sounds like they could have. Pretty sh- I think Trump actually said that it was an inside job. Like, on, like, very close to when it happened. Like, just a bit after it. He was saying, like, I don't think what they're telling us is the truth. It's funny, because I have seen interviews with Trump from the early 2000s, and the way he talks about foreign policy and stuff is... Not in the spastic way that he speaks about it now. He, I don't know if it is wrong what he's saying. So I don't really look into it, but he doesn't talk like a fucking like. I don't know. I don't even explain how he talks. <laughs> <laughs> we all know. Well, the way Trump acts, like yeah, but yeah, I, I, he's playing a persona more so now. I think. Yeah, yeah, but in terms of him saying it's an inside job, like I know that George Bush um, isn't endorsing Trump. Like, he wants Biden. So is Colin someone? I know John McCain's widow is unsure at this stage as well. A mm. few other, like, big Republicans are, like, <laughs> voting Biden because he's, he's, he's that fucked. As much as he's an idiot, he's still, like, an outsider to these people anyway. Like, he's still, like, a rich guy, but he's an outsider to, like, sort of the political elite class, I guess. Yeah, he's not Whereas they're a all Republican friends. Like, normal. even the, like, Obamas are friends with the Bushes. Like, they, it, even though they're... You know, Democrat, Republican, like they don't really care, I guess, but it's they don't like Trump still. So. Yeah, the Democrat, Republican, like line is fake. Like it's literally a one, essentially a one party elite. Yeah, yeah. But that's what actually Noam Chomsky was going into today, saying that if there is some sort of thing where Trump refuses to accept the result and the military's got to barge in and step in and whatever, um, he said that if Trump is criminally liable for that and goes to prison, 
all the Republicans who stood by silently, not wanting to get fired, lose their jobs, or be, you know, outs by Trump, technically they should do. And it's similar to the Nazis. Like, all the ones who just stood by silently and didn't say anything. Yeah, they're complicit. Yeah, complicit. That's a word. Yeah. The Nazis, like, murdered, like, millions of people. Trump, you know, as oh, yeah, he has too, but so did every other president after, you know, World War Two or whatever. I mean, I mean, to be fair, the mishandling of the pandemic could oh, be seen as, like, yeah, mass, not murder, but his negligence has led to a lot of death. Criminal but negligence. I wouldn't, I wouldn't hang the guy for it. No, I wouldn't either, but, but similarly, if you're in a, a government that is like, gone against the Constitution for, say, like, either way, they've broken the law, and they've been standing by Trump this whole time, and not only the disinformation, hopefully if Biden gets, re- or gets elected, you do see a great barrage of disproving all the bullshit Trump said and discrediting a lot of the lies he said, particularly with the virus, because of the... Um, anyways, but <laughs> point is, yeah, yeah. Point is, you stand by. I reckon we'll get done for disinformation one day, or we're pure facts, aren't we? Yeah, we're pure facts. Okay, cool, cool. Break news at the Abra podcast. Abra. We're breaking it here. Anyone said about 9/11 Bush doing it before, apart from Trump? No, I think yeah, this Trump is the first time yeah. anyone would have been here. Well, no, that. Trump did say it, but he said it in 1994. He's he, because he listened, went back in time, went back in time, tapped him there. on the shoulder when he was born, and went, "You need to go pickily on a podcast in 2020." That's, <laughs> that's why we're here in the Pentagon right now, right? That's why we're in the Pentagon. That's why we've been whisked away into this. Yeah, Pickley took us uh, from our cradles at about the age of three, and went, w- we need to go underground. <laughs> Trust me on this; it'll it'll make sense in twenty years. We're going to record this. Yeah, I was about five, so yeah, that makes makes sense. I remember doing that. Yep. Cool. Confirmed. Yeah, Greg, do you agree with that one? Oh, Greg asked you a pedo, Pickley. At five years old, yes. Well, no, I, w- I, no, I went to um, I went to one of those Christian camps and they uh, they prayed it out of me. So <laughs> good, <laughs> good to hear. Good to hear. Thank God. Thank God. Um, oh, do you have any other topics to talk about? No. I th- oh. oh, come on. We have got to end this on a light note. Bloody hell. Um, Depressing. The last few episodes have just been a fucking Trump slam yeah. piece, like for a yeah, while. Yeah, we just could go back to slamming Trump at the end, don't we? Yeah. In case I haven't mentioned it, fuck that cunt. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, I don't know. Any any interesting fact? You know, I'll hold the mic. I'm going to get an inter- Do you want to get a crazy fact? No, up? We no can Mars is getting oh a fact. Yes. God. Yes. Come on, Macca. I'm usually against Mars, but this is good. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's looking up the crazy. Worst he's looking up crazy. Oh, no. He's there it is. Here we go. What is this, guys? Cra- crazy facts.com. This is. In ca- no, 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 don't, don't, <laughs> don't, don't get my material. Okay, They're going to know where all the podcast um, secrets now. Razy Facts Ks. Actually, no, I During. want Pickley to read it out. Okay, Pickley. Wait, let me find a good one. <laughs> Keep talking. Um, actually, that's, that was about the moon landing. Um, so, one of the moon rocks that apparently, you know, they brought back from the moon. Okay, yeah. I don't know who brought it back. Maybe Buzz Aldrin or whoever the bloody hell went up there. Um... Um, yeah, so basically they brought it back and they said it was like a moon rock and they got it tested and it wasn't. It was just like a random rock from Earth that was just like in a, like, you know, from some random mountain and they they told everyone it was a moon rock. There you go. And it was a bit of a lie. So like, that's, you know, 
That's a bit weird, I guess. It's a bit of a weird thing. Come on, Muzz. Help me out. An interesting on. one. So uh. in chess, the queen piece <laughs> used to be known as the advisor, and it could only move one square diagonally. And it wasn't until chess was brought to Europe and the rise of female monarchs during the 15th century that the advisor was replaced with queen. Wow. That'd be, that'd be shit, playing with one, one move at a time for the queen. Or the advisor. Yeah, so but so she could just so the advisor could just do what the king did. Yeah, just a second right. king. Yeah, weird because wouldn't wouldn't you think the king would have the powerful spot then before the advisor came about? Well, no, because you got to protect the king. Yeah, because that's the aim of the game. Protect <laughs> the king. So, are you sure? Is this has this been fact checked by Abraham? Uh, yeah, no, this doesn't seem like fake news. Yeah. <laughs> Is there any good ones? Wonderwall is a movie from 1968 about a lonely professor and his increasing obsession with his female neighbour, a fashion model whose life <laughs> spies on via a hole in the wall. This one's about you. George Harrison from the Beatles wrote the film music, which in turn inspired the hit song Wonderwall from Oasis. Oh, that was pretty cool. That's like three in one. Speaking of the Beatles, fucking hell. I think since we did that episode, I've been listening. I've never heard the song across the universe until today. Good song. John I Lennon, heard it very good. You've been playing it with the Dockers? Uh, I think we will. We covered it in my life the other day. Check it on Instagram. I saw it, mate, in, in the backyard somewhere. Pretty good. Didn't mind it. I'd listen to the whole thing. Thanks, Pickle. Thanks, Pickle. <laughs> Mac, have you got any thoughts on that, that cover? I, I did say it. Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Um, but yeah, oh, yeah, there was a the um, producer of that last album of the Beatles, Let It Be. Do you know who it was, Greg? Because it wasn't George Martin. Nah, George Martin died a few years ago. Oh, yeah, he did. No, there was another dude that they had that died early. I can't remember. But I've got no clue. You know, you know what I want to talk about? I didn't ask a question. Why Why did you guys start this podcast? I want to know. I think I think oh. the fans want to know. <laughs> oh, this, has never been, this has never been discussed. And as a fan, <laughs> for the fans, I think we need... <laughs> no, Muzz is freaking out, guys. Let's just give him a second to catch his thoughts. Muzz, I'll give you a second. Macca seems very composed. I feel like Macca could start this. Oh, I'm just composed because I've got absolutely no idea. Oh, right. Muzz wanted to do it. Well, Muzz, Muzz is a creative. So, he's in his band, The Dockers. He's a creative guy. Um, so, this is me guessing. Um, this could be a conspiracy. Um, but I'm guessing that, you know, Muzz just, he needed another creative outlet. He's a creative dude. I was going to go mental at home. Especially during the uh, coronavirus pandemic, he um you know wanted to do something to help. Plandemic. Oh, <laughs> it's a it's a Dan made scam demic. Sorry. It's Dan made. Fuck It's Dan made. Um, he's clearly a he, he has an ankle bracelet on. I don't know if you guys know this. Um, he's been arrested by Donald Trump. He's a pedophile. That's it. Um, but that has nothing. To, why why did we start this podcast here, boys? I not me. Why did you? <laughs> More specifically, why did Muzz? Start this podcast. I'm handing it over to him. And let's watch him squirm. Let's go. Uh, look, uh, <laughs> there was a master plan with this podcast. Me and Mac are like conspiracies. We like weird shit in history. And we talked about it for years. And let, let why don't we record it and compile it and maybe like we'll get one listener in, in South Africa. Shout out to Thando. And now we've, now it's kind of like gotten a bit bigger than that. But... Just there was one bit. particular rant that led to this podcast when I visited Macca at work. Are we? 
Oh, oh that rant. <laughs> oh. Maka, what was the rant? The fans um, would like to know. Sorry, in the teeth. I, huh? <laughs> no names will be mentioned. So after a lot of squabbling just then, and we paused it, we've come to it. <laughs> Greg has said it. Pickley said it. The Abra podcast that deep within our, our dicking around and mucking around is a deep-rooted sense of justice and law and order. And we're here for <laughs> facts and truth, truth. The truth. Truth. Okay, so the the actual truth is like Mars is is in QAnon, and um, <laughs> he's he's wanted to tell everyone the truth for a while. He wants to save uh, our children. Trump is playing 4D chess. Oh yeah, and and we're yeah, right and, there with him, and that's I, why we rail on him so yeah, much on the pod. That's it. And as you just heard, he he did he said law and order a couple times, <laughs> and this is clearly uh, Trump rhetoric. That he is, you know, just spewing out all over the microphone right now. And, um, mate, we respect you for it. You know, everyone should have different ideas. That's fine. Before we end, please look up. You'll see he's a, he's a liker, a follower. I won't be hard to find him. It's pickly underscore art. Get on that shit. It's good art. Thanks, boys. I actually haven't posted in like a month. I've been super slack with it, but... Um, <laughs> No, no, no. We told you, overconfidence. Start again. <coughs> I haven't posted in over a month because I've been just creating beautiful works that are getting ready to be posted very, very, That's it. very soon. I mean, you've been a lot of people have been asking, some people in high places asking for commissions, and that you've been wasting all your time on that. Tremendous, you would say. I would say tremendous, but we have been locked in the Pentagon for a while, so I actually don't have the resources right now, but we are looking to get out, so... Hopefully, I have something to you soon. All right. There you go. Subscribe to Pickly Art. Oh, we're going to announce the Patreon in the next few days. Oh, we'll, we'll do it now. We'll do it now. <laughs> All right. We're going to announce the Patreon now. Uh, so, if you want to follow us on Patreon uh, for a special, a second. You get. No, uh, no. no. <laughs> not saying a second episode every week because we're not going to commit to that. No, we're committing. No, we're not. We couldn't even get this one out on time. We, we'll if you want an extra episodes here and there, bunch of facts. We're going to be doing live zooms. We're going to be doing all sorts of shit. Z- yeah, zooms. We're be I, doing I, we, you were talking. We might do it like a movie night or something. Yeah, I'm down for a movie. I Cri- oh, I, if if we get enough followers, we're doing a Christmas party too. A, a live, yeah, yeah, live meet and greet and COVID spreading party. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. So. Get on our Patreon. Give us fucking money because we want fucking money. Yeah, become a, an Abra radical leftist we, alongside Yeah, us. become a radical leftist. So the money that we get is purely going into the podcast, nowhere else. We need an oh, extra no, mic. Not the we podcast. We're, as soon as we get that money, we're funneling it straight to Antifa groups in the Americas. <laughs> oh, okay. We're, yeah, we're, yeah, that's we're right. organizing that domestic We're going gonna, gonna to swing the, this election. That's it. So fucking buy up in the next week. Abra. Abra. Abra.